2: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back, GBAC Nation. We are live at spring training here in Surprise, Arizona. Hope you're having a great day. Now, uh, it is time for the Trench Warfare Report, Cowboys fans friends at the end of the day i just really really like the passing game and the passing defense but in order to get to valhalla you got to be good there in the trenches okay so jones boys we need for your plan on this to be advanced and keep on advancing do not relent until you reach your goal this segment of the nation is brought to you by soda that is state of the art okay we go to Blogging the boys this is dan rogers Worst running season since 2006. This last year on
1: offense, Falo. Ooh, in what in what sense? Like yards per carry, or just the overarching everything about it was uh, was no bueno. You guys um, hate yeah, hate yards per bags. attempt.
2: Yards per attempt. I think yards was, per uh, attempt this yeah, year was yeah. the worst since 2006. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, my god. Oh, yeah, pretty
1: ugly, McCarthy. I mean, it's there's there's layers to the reasons why. Um, and and it probably starts i it probably starts with your offensive line because if you have a bunch of studs there then you can just bully people even Jason Garrett's offenses when they had great offensive lines the there was no. It wasn't like there was any nuance to the the way and the style in which they attacked you, rushing the football. There wasn't any groundbreaking Kyle Shanahan kind of, or even Mike Shanahan ways of going about it. That was just like, oh my gosh, schematically you guys have this thing dialed. You guys can run any type of any type of run and get away with it. It's just like our guys are better than your guys. I think with this Cowboys team right now, you have layers of issues. Your offensive line wasn't very good. Your scheme is not um, is not. Advanced like a lot of the best rushing attacks in the sport are, uh, and then and then your back took a step back, you know, especially the first half or 10, 10, 11 weeks of the season. He was definitely not himself, and he never reached the guy that you were hoping he was going to reach again uh, when you gave him the franchise tag.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now, in inside this article, you mentioned the offensive line right there, and I know, I know, uh, you know, there's definitely film of them failing, but. You know, last year, at least by run block win rate, it had them. It does have them at fourth. Okay. now I know that maybe they 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 clearly are not a top five offensive line by any measurement. But if they're fourth at run block win rate, I would imagine they're no worse than around average at at run blocking, at least in a way that you would grade it. Um, And I I say that in in hopes of harvesting some sort of optimism. How much do you trust that metric, number one, Eric? I know you look at a lot of them, and and some of them have a varying degree of of credibility, but I think that gets me excited that maybe we just had back-to-back washed-up runners in Zeke and, and this year in Pollard. You know, other than Pollard, his, you know, 30 percent of the time he got in 2022. That was the only respite that we've gotten in recent seasons from just broken down old man runners that, that should
1: have been chased out of the league already. I mean, when it comes to the, any of the offensive line metrics, I think it. The, I, I take those with probably the most grain of salt of maybe any position because it's, it it doesn't seem like. Like, the Cowboys are always – they always have them graded highly, even though we sit there and watch them and we're like, this is not a good offensive line. Yep. Like, they, they grade them and they're like yep. – they just see the Cowboys and the narrative over the last decade generally is the Cowboys have a really good offensive line. And so it's like they just put them there and you're looking, you're going – are they really top five? This seems insane. And I know everybody's nobody's got a great offensive line these days. There's like a couple of teams and then everybody's sort of average, but I'm like, man, it's crazy to think that year in, year out, even though when we watch them and us, you watch the film. Yeah. I mean when you watch the film, how often are you going, My gosh, I don't know how many running backs I, I could have done that.
0: I don't know what metrics I don't know what metrics everybody's dealing with here, but if you watch the games, they're they're not a they're not a good run blocking offensive line. They're not. They're not good at the point of attack. I think
2: it's, but I think it's regressed to a point where no teams are. So even though they look crappy on film and you're like, wow, this isn't good, they're actually around average. That's what you get. I, and if you have a young electric running back or a great scheme, they'll make that work. There seemed
0: like two games that they were able to really run the ball against, and they're both against the commanders. Yeah. Other than that, it, it seemed like that there was they weren't good enough at the point of attack. They can't secure down linemen. They struggle to get the center up on the second level. They can't secure the one or the three inside. They get bullied a little bit at the point of attack, as I mentioned. So, I, the metrics the metrics for me <laughs> was that you had better you'd better figure it out. And what 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 really really worried me, guys, is that Mike McCarthy identified that as something that needed to change. In you remember yeah. last yeah. year, it's like. No, well, we've got to run the ball better, and we've got to do, you know, and, and, you're, and you're, okay, you get rid of Kellen Moore, you want to run the ball better, you want to do all those kinds of things, and you didn't.
2: Got worse. It Much got worse. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anything that Mike McCarthy says now, I kind of go, huh,
2: well, this has a chance to be not worth an S. Yeah, like last week when they were like, well, we're going to stay home because we got to work on the defense. I'm like, also the running game, right? Yeah. Like, please, yeah. we we you cannot rest with with building a team. And if they think that their passing game is good enough, that if they just get a better defense, they're going to be there, and they're going to be fine, they are, they are sorely mistaken. What's the bigger concern, offensively or defense, when it comes to the running game? Listen to this. Cowboys defense has allowed at least 150 rushing yards in 20 games games over the last four years that's 30 percent of their games needless to say the Cowboys aren't winning many of those as they finish with a 5 and 15 record in those contests and sure eight of those 20 came during the Mike Nolan seasons but uh season but the bleeding hasn't stopped since they've allowed over 200 yards rushing two times in each of the last two seasons what's a bigger concern Brian their own rushing offense or their inability to stop the run
0: I think the rushing offense is the biggest concern here because to me, you saw what happened. Your quarterback played at an MVP level and he didn't have a running game. Yeah, you know, imagine if you could have helped him that way. You know, and, and I got to the point where towards the end of the season I was like, they're not gonna run the ball. They're not gonna be able to run the ball. I'm I'm hopeful that Dak can continue to play like this. Like Zimmer, Zimmer was going to make this run defense better. The way that he schemes, the way that he uh the way that he uses his linebackers. You know, he's, he's, he realizes, and I think some of the run defense problems you had were the fact you're playing, you're playing dime package the whole game. You're yeah. playing 212-pound linebackers. You know, you're, you're playing right. The injuries in, really got them. Yeah, But, the, but it, that it was did. due to lack of depth. It did. Yeah, But the run offense, I think, is a bigger concern than the run defense.
2: So I don't know how you look at this, Eric, but, uh, you know, I think they need a center, they need a defensive yes. tackle, they need yes. a linebacker, and a running back. They need four positions if they want to play uh, championship football. Maybe you could get away taking three of those. But, I mean, how do you approach that when it comes to the limited resources that you have in the draft, even more so this year after the trades they made? Um, and you know, not a lot of money in free agency either. Is it realistic
1: to expect them to, to be able to check off all four of those boxes? I, it absolutely should be realistic for them to do that. Even playing in the confines of the way the Cowboys like to play it with the way they they don't want to spend a ton of resources to bring guys in Uh, especially in free agency. I think this is a deep enough class in free agency at linebacker and at defensive tackle that you don't have to break the bank. I mean, Broaddus just gave us three linebacker examples, uh, none of which would really be breaking the bank uh, that you could go grab, boom. Uh, And then uh, defensive tackle, I think, is the same way. You could get a run-stopping monster beast in there uh, on the relative cheap and you can knock both of those out maybe grab a cheap veteran devin singletary kind of one million per year running back just to have maybe that one million per year running back is tony pollard either way no problem but then you go into the draft okay this is a draft brought us that you can get the center i think yeah. you draft your center and you draft in the second or third round fresh legs at the running back position and that is how i would attack it and i think it's very feasible very doable you're not reaching for the running back in the draft and you're not yeah. reaching for for the center, they're both going to be there for the taking at good
0: value. Totally agree? agree. Yeah, totally agree. I, I mean, I'm I'm doing so much work, and I and I hate this that uh, I'm sitting here. I, I think there's one position they absolutely if they have a if they have a free agency hall where they get the linebacker, you know, and maybe they find a way to get the defensive tackle like you're talking about. And it turns into the only thing that you have to have is the center. And I get to, like, pick the best available player from then on. Because I don't have a lot of picks. Now, if I move back in the draft, I could pick up a three and a four along the way. But the one thing, if I have a good haul in free agency, is that the only thing I'll have to, have to draft is the center
2: okay? And that's a good segue into this last point from this article. You can, uh, it's a, you know, the trench report there from uh, Blogging the Boys. You know, and, and uh, Danny Rogers there. He looked at twenty twenty one, right? And he's like, man, this is the only year in the last four years they were actually good stopping the ball. And so he looked at the rosters. He says, here's the guy that stands out and had a lot of snap counts in running situations was Terrell Basham who signed a two-year, $10 million deal back then. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think of him at the time as like an important piece, but maybe that was the guy. And maybe they look at man, if we spend another five or six million bucks here on the defensive line, maybe we can get a guy that can help us, you know, stop the run a little bit more dynamically than what we did last year, and uh, and and not break the bank. Did Basham st- stand out to you? Was that impactful? Of no, a player you know, it's funny.
0: It's funny he's always been a, a, a decent run defender. I wouldn't have been the guy that said I was going to hang my hat on him. Yeah. Uh, the problem is that you've got guys like Golston. That should be a really good run defender, and he doesn't. Huh? You know, you've got guys on the roster currently.
2: And I, I, when that I watched, you thought were going to be. Yeah, something. when I watch yeah.
0: Golston play, when I watch Golston play at Iowa, I'm like going, "Damn, this guy can play the run." I mean, He's Golston, not gonna like, yeah. Osa, Mozzie. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of bust yeah. along there.
0: Yeah, and, and all of a sudden now you got guys that you know, uh, like Armstrong doesn't particularly play the run well. Fowler not particularly well. So yeah, you were hoping that guys like Golston would be able to step up, but he's just been kind of a guy that's not. He's played end, he's played tackle. You know, we'll see what uh, you know with Fajoco. That's a guy that they drafted last year that that sat out the whole entire season. That's a pretty good run defender, but yeah, they need to get better on the edges for sure.
2: Well, Chief,
1: uh, it was a good weekend in review from my perspective. How about you? It was quite the weekend on and off the field. And right here in the G-Bag Nation, we will update the Wooly Bully situation. He has become a father. But on the sports side of things, should storming the court, rushing the field, should that be banned in all of college athletics that's next year in the nation?